Welcome to episode seven of series two of our OR Talks podcast. Today we are joined by Julian, one of our partners, and Dina, one of our senior managers, to discuss all things small business. Here are your hosts, Neil Seeger and Mark Jovanovic. We are today privileged to be joined with by Julian Dyer and Dana O'Brien to to our accounts client facing people within our company. Hello, Julian. <laughs> Hello, Neil. How are you? <laughs> Good. How are you? Yes, doing very well. Thank you. Not too bad, Dana. Hello. <laughs> Hello, Mark. Hello, Neil. So today we are discussing small businesses and sort of local businesses really sort of targeted more towards the, the smaller end today just a discussion point really and really where do we start if we're looking to start a business and what, what's out there so what sort of type of businesses are out there what sort of type of small businesses are out there Julian? um well myself and dina we work from the, the office here in bromsgrove um, and, and predominantly we see um, mainly small to medium-sized companies within the bromsgrove area south birmingham area um, as you know, Bromsgrove is a very, very um, vibrant business area within Worcestershire. Um, there's lots of trading estates throughout the area, and we're very, very fortunate that we probably look after a very, you know, large chunk of these businesses with throughout throughout Bromsgrove. Um, especially this year, for some reason, you know, we've taken on, we've seen a lot of new clients. These are these are clients of either transferred from other local practices, or also we've taken on lots of new setups, which is really, really positive to see considering that you know we've just literally come out of a pandemic yeah. um September 22 so there seems to be a bit of um more appetite for people to look at starting in their businesses so we've seen quite a few over the 2023 so far haven't yeah. yeah I think the pandemic did that didn't it? it gave people a chance to like look at what they could do for themselves people who are on furlough for instance had a chance to like look at setting up their yeah. own business and... I think I think people got used to almost working from home um, enjoying the flexibility of starting when you want and finish when you yeah. want and thought well I can do this and because they probably didn't go on holiday or couldn't go on holiday or, or didn't spend as much money as they would do generally throughout a, a normal year then they thought well I've got a few Cooper Harmony so I fancy I'm going to go x y and z and they seem to have done that and it's you know it's, 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 it's positive isn't it We've seen quite a lot of um, like well-being businesses being set yeah. up by like COVID as well. Oh, so there might be small, like, there would be like yoga retreats or um, yes, female yeah. clubs where people get together and talk about their mental health as well as other sidelines yeah. that can go along with that, holistic therapies, that sort of thing. Quite yeah, it's quite a buzz, buzz at the moment, yeah. isn't it? Mental health, as you know, and what happens. Yeah. So yeah, there's, there's a few of our clients that have set up in business that are you know, going down that, that route of you know, mm. mental health and, and well-being and retreats and yoga and everything else. So there's still quite a lot of personal trainers coming through as well. <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> Obviously I've got my books and you can tell us. If you have Mark benefited from yeah, 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 so yeah. it, read out. Are those predominantly like limited small limited companies or sole trainers? It varies because obviously when um, uh, you know when a new client comes to see either myself or Dina or, or somebody else on the phone, then a lot of the time they don't actually know what structure they want to be. Do they want to be a sole trader? Do they want to uh, are they on their own or they got a partner? So do they want to be a partnership, a limited liability partnership, or, or um, limited companies? Predominantly, the advice that I give, especially again post-pandemic, because you know you always want to consider being a limited company. You know, we're all accountants and tax experts sat around this table. We knew 
how the, the, the tax breaks involved in uh, being a limited company pre-April 16 by obviously taking out dividends um, that were yeah. exempt from any, any form of tax. Obviously, the government eventually cottoned on to, to, to what, what people were doing. And, and so, as we know now, there's a tax on the dividends you take out. However, it's still slightly, in my opinion, it's still slightly more beneficial to be a limited company tax-wise. But for me, it's, just, it's the, the, the limited liability it gives you as a, as a director and the protection that if anything does go wrong, then it's just peace of mind that, that any of your personal wealth or your assets or your home is not at risk because this limited co company gives this um, ring fence around you that it protects you from the outside world from any, any nastiness, I guess. So I always go down the route, but, you know, look at being a limited company for, for those reasons. So from a protection and a tax point of view, is that... Yeah, the, yeah, the tax benefits of being a limited company is, is, the, is the corporation tax rate is slightly low, but obviously that's increasing from April this year. And in, and in year one, you do pay your corporation tax nine months um, in arrears of your, of your financial year end. But obviously if you do take out dividends, then they are taxable and therefore isn't that potentially you might end up paying tax on your self-assessment up front. But that's... You know, that's what we're here for. That's yeah, complicated exactly. stuff, you know. That's what we're good at, and that's what we can help and advise with, really. And that's where your that's where Mark that's where Mark's nice little um, strap line comes in, which is about four plan, isn't it? Mark? It is. Yeah, it's always better to be uh, prepared and uh, put a plan in place rather than being reactive. It's... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, Mark. Okay. I'm not going to go on and say more then. Well, we get that a lot, don't we? People go off and set up their own business, whether it be just out on their own or as a company, and then they come to us with the tablet and it's nine months later and go, oh. I've got to pay some tax now, I don't know what to do. Yeah. And actually, if they'd come to us at the outset, we might have told them to do it a completely different way and save them a fair bit of money. So, obviously, it all depends on how much, you know, what the, what the plans are, are, but yeah, yes. it, it's definitely better to be proactive than reactive. It's not just purely tax. That's the important thing to, to yeah. know. Accountants, yeah. we don't just worry about, it's not just tax that we worry about, it's actually does that vehicle, whether it's sold by limited, actually fit what you're looking to achieve in your business? Because actually, if it is, there's, there's no point having something that's a limited company if actually it doesn't really fit the, the thing you're trying to achieve, mm. does it? So if you're, you know, the one, one thing I'm trying to say really is, does your industry affect whether you're a sole trader or a limited company, or could it affect? Potentially, because you always got the risk of obviously going IR35 and what have you, but, but um, yeah, it's, it can be horses for courses, but I personally, that, you know, 90% of the new business that we take on, we would... We would look at you know advising our limited company. Look, we, you know, we all turn on TV at 9:30 in the morning, you see there's no win, no fee. Yeah. The advert with a woman stepping yeah. in the bucket and falling over. <laughs> you know, these firms are these legal firms, no win, no fee. And, and you just don't know who you're dealing with and who you're working for. Absolutely. So for me, um protection is is, is is top of the list nowadays. It has to be, because you just don't know what's going on the outside of it. So 90% of the clients that, that we see that come in who want us to in business, then, then yeah, we advise that they are limited company predominantly for, for those protection reasons. And a limited, the limited companies come, you know, I mean, some industries have grants applicable to them and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Uh, is, is there a better bearing normally on sole trader or a limited company, or actually the, the grants, I suppose, don't? I don't think the grants make much difference. The South and Dean have got some really good contacts and relationships with uh, local grants. Experts, experts within Bromsgrove and Worcestershire. I had a meeting a couple of weeks ago with a guy from Bromsgrove. It's very, very difficult to talk about grants when you see a new client because, as all four of us know, they, they change on a daily basis. Yes, yeah, yeah. It literally can be right place, right time. So, um, generally, if a new client's looking for a startup grant or some match funding or something, then I'll make introduction to one of the people that we know in the area and hopefully you know, they, can, they can get some funding accordingly. But 
It does, as we know. You can advise on, on some um, solar panel funding tomorrow and it'll be funded at yeah. three four today. So it is, it is difficult. We do have some good contacts that we can. And that's another beauty, on. isn't yeah. it? And, and actually, that's another thing. Why would you come? Why, why would you, if you're a sole trader, why would you use an accountant and not you and not just do it yourself? Well, that's that's just an example there. Right there. And that's not, not a tax measure, that's yeah. a, a contact measure, isn't it? It is, yeah. yeah. We've got we've got you know plenty of contacts within the industry and you know within here at my Russell, as we know, we put over 222 and 30 staff members and we've and we've got some very, very clever individuals that work within our, 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 our different departments, you know, personal tax, corporate tax, audits, accounts. So, you know, we've got we can help with pretty much anything, and that's what we're good at, and that's why we're here. You know, it's our expertise and our knowledge that can help you. Yeah. Also, you know, within the realms that we're governed by, we'll make sure you're as tax efficient as possible. And also we'll make sure you're compliant. You know, compliance is a massive thing for us. That Definitely. Me personally, the one thing I do hate to see when I take on a new client for another firm of accountants is VAT fines, VAT surcharge, oh. PAYE fines. Yeah. And you look at it and you say to the, 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 the guys behind the desk, what's this for? And said, oh, well, it's my turn on time. Well, why not? Yeah. You know, and and I've, I've seen sets of accounts with tens of thousands of fines mm. on there. And it's, it's certainly a pet hate of mine. It's not necessary. Yeah, and that's our job. And with the software and technology that we, that we invest in, then, then we, we, we could, you know, that doesn't need to happen. It shouldn't happen. Yeah, you do, you do hear that quite a lot. The people are happy. They just go, well, you know, the accountants pay the fine or actually, or I'd like to pay the fine. They just accept it. But then that, I'm the same as you when I look at that and I go, well, why? How, how is that acceptable to not to submit? I mean, sometimes obviously there is certain reason why that's happened. Yes. But actually, yeah, sometimes it's the client's fault. But yeah, yeah, yeah. But, majority, but more, more cases than not, it's actually because people just go, well, there's our books, sort it. And that's it. And that, that's what, you know, small, definitely the smaller side of businesses, you know, yeah, predominantly yeah. do. And there's my stuff. And if you can't submit it on time, but actually we we pride ourselves on not doing that. Yeah, and that's why in, in January and December and January it's self-assessment deadline month that people around this table and throughout the firm work virtually 24-7 yeah. to ensure that clients don't get fine. Even if it's only £100, it doesn't matter. The, the, the pigs are relevant. We still yeah. somehow by hook or by cook, we get them done by working throughout the night, don't we? So we don't like the word fine. No. <laughs> don't like the word fine <laughs> no. at all. It's so, a bit hate of mine, yeah. the word fine. Me too. <laughs> Unless something's fine, then it's all right. <laughs> but if it's a four-week fine, then it's fine. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, well, I don't know if I hear that very often. To be honest. Oh, <laughs> but yeah, don't get the violins out yet. It's all right. But you know, so when we when we're looking at what why you're a professional, I think you know, Julian, you just sort of alluded to it. It's more sort of tax efficiency within our guidelines as well. Actually, there's certain you know, there's costs that you know people. You know, don't include in their books and records that they could. Yes. Uh, you know, or, or they don't think it's a business a cost or whatever, and they miss that. And actually, they've done a tax on themselves, and they've sold themselves, you know, sold themselves, and saved themselves a little bit of an accountancy cost. But actually, it's probably cost them more in tax. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It's experience, isn't it? So none of us around the table will know everything, but between us, we've got four of us. <laughs> that's all there is as a team you've got so much experience and yeah. so there's things that we went from across that someone else in the team lived there yeah. so. well, that's, that's good because, sorry Dean that's good because we do you know look I, I, speak, <laughs> I speak to you all quite a bit because I've got my knowledge and you've got your knowledge and every now and then I need to ask you something that you come back and say oh yes you can do this and maybe you can't do that and, 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 and collectively we all learn from that and enhance yeah. our own knowledge and ability and by enhancing our own knowledge and ability we then pass that on to our clients to enhance their knowledge and ability. So it's, it's, you know, we are a, a big, big, 
happy family in a community that we just look after everybody, don't we? Really? Yeah. Knowledge sharing, isn't it? It's, not, it's, all, it's all, yeah. all knowledge sharing. And actually, we've spent years getting to where we are, learning that knowledge. It's not like we've just picked up a textbook and read it and gone, oh, yeah, that'll do. You know, well, it wouldn't apply next year. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah they've changed it. Well, yeah. it changes every day. Yeah. You know, yeah. Every day, but it changes all the time, doesn't it? You know, I remember in my youth, going back many, many years, I could memorise every tax allowance, every national insurance allowance, class one, two, three, four. Now I just haven't got the capacity in my brain to do it. But, you know, you just learn that knowledge and it's almost paraphrasing. Mm-hmm. But it changes, you know, through COVID, again, I don't want to keep talking about COVID, but it, it, it changed every day, didn't it? Yeah. You yeah. know, the, yeah. the furlough, the balance back line, the sea bills, everything changed every day. And we were literally on the phone 24% to clients, answering, you know, 101 different questions on a, on a regular basis. But we learn that knowledge, don't we? And that's what we're that's what we're good at, isn't yeah. it? That's what we're very good at. So in the last like, year, we had three budgets, didn't we? we yeah. Changed everything yeah. every time, didn't yeah. they? Yeah. They put a plan in place and then yeah. give it to And once the Labour government gets in, if they do get in, if there is a general election in the future, then it's going to change yeah. completely. And then we have to go again, don't we? So it's constantly changing, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. Oh, that's, the, that's the thing that's always changing. <laughs> it is, and we're not just a firm accountant who will just sit and prepare a set of accounts or tax return. It is important that you know you take on this tax advice. It does change all the time. And, and, and we do try and be as practical as we can do. And, and we're fortunate probably 80% of our clients are quite practical with us as well. So they will ask us up front for a, you know, you know, mm. a conversation about forthcoming tax changes, Super tax under the thirty percent research and development might be so. You know they, they do take on board the advice we give them, and then hopefully they, they follow it through. And it's and the, the one thing that you know sort of obviously dealing with a lot of small businesses is we're quite unique in the fact that we sit down and talk to our clients about those problems, about those you know the, 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 their tax return, their set of accounts, those sort of yeah. sit down and actually talk to them about it. And, not, and they, if they understand a small amount of the clients. Then that that's great, isn't it? Because then that's a bit more informed management from asking us more questions. But a lot of I pick up a lot of business from accountants that don't they've never spoke to these clients before. They just literally send them a copy of the accounts and that's it. It's don't done. And the tax bill, yeah, and yeah. don't explain it. And actually, how are you then ever going to know to ask those questions to your accountant if your accountant doesn't talk to you? It's, a, it's equally then sending them down out of that meeting with an idea of where they could take their business forward as well. It's not just about tax. It's actually these figures could mean you might never want to invest in this or go off and try a different angle with their business and help it grow. Exactly. It's not just about, oh, there's your figures and that's how much tax you owe, which I think a lot of them express to us is what they've had before. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, 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 you know, I've been here, I've been doing it long enough now that I'm getting to the stage I've seen a, a, a chunk of my clients now, you know, going through the process of selling the businesses or having management buyouts and what have you. It's kind of you, you think back, you think, oh, 20 years ago they were turning over fifty thousand pound and making thirty thousand pound and being really happy. Now they're looking at selling the business for one, two, three, four, five million pounds. You think, gosh, I've been part, you know, with me and the, the team here at my has been part of that expansion process. And mm. you know, as we all say, acorns into oak trees, and it's great to see now they're coming out the other end at 50, 55, 60, whatever age they are, and send the business. But actually, they actually you know, sometimes send the business to family members within within the organisation. So it's a continuation of the business again as well. So it's, it's yeah, it's quite, it's, it's great to see, isn't it? Yeah. Isn't that the lovely thing for someone to hear, listening to this? That was something lovely because actually, you know, we're talking about small business or whatever, but actually that, that can actually happen and we can just really facilitate that and be part of that journey all the way from you know, sort of incorporation all the way through yeah, to it does happen. Sale. It does happen. Yeah. We could write a list now, probably between 50, I don't know, might want to edit this figure, 50 to 100, 100 to 200, 200 to 500, which are 51 years. Clients that 
uh, you know, we've been involved with that have, that have you know, sold the businesses. You know, it's, it's and help them grow along that point. And help them grow along that through that through that point. You know, that's such an inspiring thing, though, isn't it? To, to hear how it's gone. Big companies do actually go from an acorn all the way up to an oak tree. Yeah. And at times we just aren't their accountants, we are their financial controller, their financial director, their HR support, their admin support. That you know, we've got a very, very good relationship with all of our clients, and we are very, very hands-on. I think that's why. Our clients do love us so much and then why we do attract new clients because they know that we will hold their hand through any issues and we will give them the right advice we will help them from from day one and that's what we're very good at whether it be you know small startups from day one or, or new clients that we take on board that have been in, in operation for many many years yeah so, so then and actually just going back to the, the contacts point of view as well when we're looking at those options you know buyouts financial advice all those sort of things obviously not financial advisors we can give the advice on the financial control elements, but not financial advice. So in class, looking at pensions and all those. Yeah, well, yeah. Who do you go to? Well, actually, I'm going to get you know get the old one. I'm just about to get the yellow pages out, but you get the idea. Um, you get the get the you know start yeah, searching yeah. around. Actually, are those financial advisors any good? Because there are good ones and bad ones, like yeah. just anything. But actually, if that person's going to take your cash and not invest it right, then actually, you know, we can refer people that are trustworthy and yeah, we've like worked with before. Yeah. We've all got good contacts, haven't we? Yeah. yeah. Everyone feels like really good contacts we, that we do use on a regular basis. And that builds the community, the local community as well. You know, that's they're, 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 these are local people. They're not big firms that we're necessarily dealing with. They're, they're smaller people that are actually within the community. And if you're part of a small business community as well, you know, say Bromsgrove, for example, yeah. you know, you know that person, who knows that person, who knows that person, and actually you've built some yeah, yeah. network. Yeah. The two, so the two, for me, two also points of, of discussion regarding uh, new businesses um, setting up. It's obviously, you need to open a bank account. That's very important. The amount of clients that I see that have already started self-employment and trading through their personal account. Yeah. Um, you'd be surprised how, how many that, that is to start with. So it is important you open a business bank account so you can you can differentiate between personal expenses and business expenses. Yes. Um, and nowadays, the advice that, that I give and, and what Dina gives is, is certainly to look at the online bank accounts. There's some really, really slick online bank accounts. I think that's the way the banking world will eventually be. So the likes of Tide are very good, Starling are very good, Monzo are very good, um, and Revolut. You know, Revolut, they also deal with international transfers yes. and, and currency. So those four banks, I would certainly recommend. And I think I... I, I set one up the other day with a client one and within 24 hours it was set up and it's so it's very very quick and that's very important as a new business as well that's a very good point to note actually whether you're a limited company or a or a yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's yeah. that still stands for, for both doesn't yes. it yes you know it is important as a, and you have those lot of pie charts don't you want a lot of them now which show where you're spending your money yeah, yeah. Actually, how many times do i mean i'll get asked quite regularly i'm sure you guys do as well where have I spent my money? Where has my money gone? Well, actually, you can you can categorise yeah. it. I mean, I know yeah. like Monza, for example, you can categorise it yeah, as groceries or purchases or whatever, and you can, and that's it. Before you know it, you can see where the majority of your money's yeah. going. And also, these these new online banks they they connect very well with the um, accounting software. Because again, that's something else that we hands on with army with our yes. clients. The best software for your business. You know, we're, we're rapidly moving away from the from the old sales ledgers and purchase ledgers and Excel <laughs> spreadsheets. Um, and, and we are moving more electronically and, and, and these banks do work well with the, the software that, that we work with. My favourites, obviously Zero, I think is, is fantastic. You know, we're platinum partners here on yeah, Water Army, so yeah. we work very, very well with Zero. 
all our staff are trained on on zero, even you know our, our tax team and what have you. We can all work zero, and all that works very very well. Sage is very good as well. You know that Sage has been a market leader for 20 years, 15 years now, and, and uh, we work very efficiently with Sage. And then you've got the QuickBooks and the cash flows and the other ones that answers um, also there. <laughs> yes, they also rise. But, but, but yeah, the, the, the beauty of these these new banking facilities, they, they, they do work well with the accounting software, which, you know, as we know, makes life easier for, for our clients because the, the, tra the information is automatically transferred from the bank feed into the software feed. So you don't have to sit there and write down or, or, or type into an Excel spreadsheet what you spend that month because the software will do it for you. Yeah, it saves a lot of admin time for them. Hell of a lot. It saves yeah. them lots of time, but also feeds them nicely to us so yeah. that they don't have yeah. to yeah. spend time collating their data to send in. It's just, you know, everybody works at a million miles an hour these days, don't they? So yeah. I think it's just the time saving thing all around. Yeah, they, they should be spending time on what they're good at. Yeah. Yeah, and that's it. And we, we spend time on what we're good at, and they should be spending time on what they're good at. And I say, worrying too much about keeping decent books and records, even though you know, they, we know they have to. Yeah, the, the, computer, the computer does the legwork for you. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah, yeah. From, a, from a client point of view. By the days of typing into to Sage, the desktop one. Yeah, we yeah, can do that on our phones now, anyway. Yeah, we can do all the apps. And that can be done at the touch of a button. So. I think that's two top tips we got there. Really, yeah, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. From, a, from a, effectively, from if you're looking to be a startup business, so, you know, have, get your bank counter is a really good one. Actually, be on the software is also a, a really yeah. good, you know, good two top tips really. And get an accountant. You get an accountant. Yeah, yeah three top three. tips. <laughs> 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 you know, they're, they're really the, the ones that you know. Once you've got, got a client on, generally, it's well, do you recommend a bank? Do you work with a bank? Yeah. Whatever. And actually, those online ones, the studio products, says are are fantastic. Yeah. Aren't they? Mm -hmm. I don't know about you guys, but I get asked a lot about insurances. Do they need it? What do yeah. they need it for? Yeah. What, what, who would we recommend? Those kind of questions. Um, and obviously compliance-wise, if they need registrations for certain things as well, depending on what the trade is. But they, they, they've got an idea, but actually they don't, you know, we don't just do financials, do we? You know, we can help them yeah. in all areas of business. Mm. If, you, if we don't do it, that's fine, but we can usually help them navigate yeah. what they need to do. So... It's a good platform, I think, before you do anything, speak to speak to an accountant. You'd be surprised how I many new businesses don't realise they need insurance or put yeah. yeah. insurance. Yeah. You know, for a couple hundred quid, it could save you a small fortune. So it's, it's very important that we do, you know, have insurance when they set up from, from day one. Really, isn't it? Yeah. And that's where those conversations, when you when you first get together with, with, a, with a client, or you first start to start a business and get to with an accountant, those are really important conversations to have. Yeah. Because actually, as soon as they save you a small fortune, yeah, if, you get, if you get those wrong, it can really cost you a yeah. fortune. If you're a sole trader, obviously, as Julian said, then your, you know, your personal assets could, could potentially be at stake. Yeah. 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 Any other hot, any other hot top tips anyone's got? Um, I would just say really then building up a network as well in their own area as well as if similar like businesses, what they what they're doing. Do some research into others doing similar things so they can be bigger and better than, than their competitors. As well. Yeah, in their area, you know, what's their what's their client base, yeah. what, what's what's the postponed narrative, you know. Just well, little tips we can give them to go off and do themselves to help them promote themselves yeah. a bit better, obviously advertising that sort of thing. Yeah, your marketing, yeah, yeah. your marketing yeah. sort of things. And I think, I mean, just sort of, like we would say a couple of times about our contacts and our network. It's exactly the same as from a, from a new business point of view, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. It's always, where do you get your first contact from? How do you start? That's always a difficult thing. I know it was when, when, I, when I was, you know, starting to, 
you know, get, get to close the clients, and all that sort of stuff. It's all where do you build your network? And actually, it's just time, isn't it? Yeah. Just time and putting yourself out there and you know, speaking to people, isn't it? Correct. Yeah. It's also worth looking at what other people are doing as well. Probably competitors are doing yeah. other people in the same field and spotting an opportunity from there. Okay, marketing yeah. Yeah, it's really important. Marketing and promotion from day one is who your competitors are and what you get what you get over the market to, and you're gonna are you gonna market are you gonna market your products? Are you gonna do it through websites, are you gonna do it through flyers through people's doors like yeah. the old days, or are you gonna be pretty um, proactive on social media? You know, we we all sit around this table now, we know how powerful Instagram, uh, Facebook, Twitter. TikTok threads. Yeah, threads. So, you know, lots of our clients you see on social media platforms do exceptionally well. Yeah, exceptionally well. So, I think marketing, how you market your business from day one is also very important as well. Because you can see what your competitors, you know, that's a beauty. You can see what your competitors are doing. So, you can, you know, you, you can look at how they're promoting their business and then you can, you can adapt yours to suit, can't you? And it depends on your industry, doesn't it? You know, it depends if you're, yeah. if you're targeting, you know, a certain like, you know, age or a certain industry or whatever. Then obviously that dictates how you advertise. Obviously, not we don't have, we're not an agency for advertising, but you know, it's those sort of things that we have to consider, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. You know, I, I speak to my clients on a regular basis about, about how powerful social media is, um, and and I must admit, some of them taken on board, and, and some of them are doing actually quite well now because of their social media presence. Yeah, which is, you know, it's massive. You, I, I was talking with a client yesterday, we were talking about their social media, um, and saying, look, you know, if you go and sit at an airport, you're waiting for a plane for two hours, and you just look around the airport to march mm -hmm. around, 80% of people sat on their phone, and then there's a good chance they're looking at some form, some form of social media. Yeah. So you just, even if you post something and they remember the name, whether it be or my rutter or another, it doesn't matter, but just having that presence, I think, is very, very important. Yes. Look, at our, look at our social media, that's improved over the past two years. Yeah, it's it's fantastic. It really, really is because you have to, it's part of it's part of life now, in my opinion. Yeah, it's brand awareness, isn't it? The more totally, someone sees it, totally. the more remember and stay in there. And, and it's predominantly free. Yeah, well, yes, yeah. you can boost the post and expand the post and spend a couple of quid, you know, on, on, on advertising on the, the platform. But, but yeah, it's free if you want it. You know, you, you know ourselves, how, how many likes and hits we get yeah. on our social media it's come through the roof over the past 18 months it's unbelievable and people ought to now see what's behind the business as in the people that are in the business it's yeah. not just a you know back, back when i was going definitely it was looking down a web page and see what the person does and that's about it yeah now it's people like to see more of what what's going on with the business yeah you know i see loads of videos i've got a guy who goes out and does a like wi-fi and does all that sort of side of things actually he's got a video of going look do you know what i've just put this fitting in here yeah, and yeah. whatever and yeah. that's how for the, the supplier yeah. but also it's well actually yeah i never thought about that actually yeah. that, that that's a nice job always yeah. an exciting yeah. job there yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 so actually it goes out and i've seen loads more people videos of what they're doing yeah. out there you know that's the best way to showcase your skills isn't it yeah. yeah that's the best way to do it you can't take someone around a building site so i'll do you know just film <laughs> and just put it on social yeah. media platforms yeah. and that's the best that's has to be one of the best forms of advertising for yeah. me. From what we know of our own about social media posts, the more engaging ones are the ones with people in them, aren't they? Yes. People want to know who yeah. we are. Yeah, it makes so it more personal, what we do. Yeah. 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 And if they know your face before they even come to see you for the first time, it makes them feel uncomfortable. Yeah. I'll get that a lot of time, a lot of LinkedIn. A lot of people will know who they're coming to see. A lot of people will search search me on LinkedIn before they come and see me. Yeah. Which and then they're like, ah, oh, I know you are straight away. And I've yeah, yeah. and I never thought about that until someone took it up. Oh, I'm here now, are you? 
Oh, mate, I don't know. That's not like you before. I met you before. And then actually, and then you realise actually they've, they've searched you on LinkedIn, and, searched, and that's yeah, just the yeah. way the way the, the world is sort of heading now. I think. Yeah, I agree because if you you know you think about your own personal um, internet activity, if you probably went back say five years, eighty percent of your internet activity would be probably websites. Yeah, and twenty yeah. percent social, fifteen percent social, and five percent another. Now I imagine how many websites you actually go on nowadays. You don't do You'd be surprised how many websites <laughs> yeah. you don't go on. Yeah. And you know, with algorithms and everything else and, and what have you nowadays, and you see you put social media on and talk about you know, talking about buying a beanbag, and there it is on your phone. It's, yeah. it's mental. Yeah. It's yeah. Like about 30 beanbags. So think how many websites you go on that. Yeah. You'd be surprised how many you actually you yeah. don't go on. You only really look at them if you want to find out the legitimacy of something, I find. Yeah. You know, if you find yeah. a really good ad yeah. on, on your socials, yeah. yeah. through, like, I really like that product. Now I need to research that company because let's be honest, it could be in China or somewhere and you don't actually know if they it's going to be right. Yeah, 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 but, but, but it doesn't mean they're not Because they price it right, it's $20, yeah. you buy it. Yeah. 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 So yeah. I, I'll tell you the time I tend to keep on to their sites to see and then look at like trust pilots and things. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. That's, <laughs> it. that's yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trust trust pilots are a good thing, isn't it? Yeah. Actually, you know, and being part of a small business, actually, people do check reviews. Yes. And those reviews mean an awful lot. I mean, you see it on the radio all the time, check the trail and all that sort of stuff. And you know, there's loads of others out there. But you know, that's it, it's just you know, those sort of things are really important. Your social media and your presence online is really important. Well, you're advertising your business, you're advertising yeah. you. Yeah. And that's the first thing people see is you, isn't it? So you yeah. think it's important that first impressions. And we all know now, if you look at the stats about the bounceability of people's websites and everything, mm. you've literally got five, under five seconds to engage yeah. with that person online. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If yeah. they don't like it, they just swipe and go somewhere else. You know, you've got, you've got to capture something. That's why you look at every ad that you see on Facebook. It just, a lot of them just catch you straight away. Mm. Yeah. So they have to. That's if not, you should bust it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. something else. Another top tip that we haven't mentioned is obviously in a new business venture is how you're going to finance the new business. True. Yeah. Because um, in the good old days, you could walk down to the bank and you could knock on the bank manager's door <laughs> and give you a twenty thousand pound overdraft without asking too many questions, and away you go. Yeah. As we know nowadays, um, that's not as accessible as it used to be. So mm -hmm. I think it is important that people look at what it's going to cost them to set the business up. What's going to cost them to run that business for the first few months? Because even if you go and carry out some work in some ways, a chance you might not get paid for 30, 60, 90 days. So yeah. it's important people understand what their financial requirements will be in the initial setup period. Because they might need to go and borrow some money from the bank or borrow something from somewhere, put some money into the business with savings and whatever. So um, you know, we, we do a fair bit of financial planning and cash flow forecasts yeah, and business plans, don't we? So that's quite important. The worst thing you want to do is run out of money after three months. That's the thing you don't think about, isn't it, when it comes to it. You think you suddenly, suddenly start thinking of this bright idea, but actually, before you know it, you're going you've got your money. money. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. But then actually getting those sort of things in place before you actually do kick off and then actually get a, you know, sit down with, with us and figure out a plan of actually what have you got to spend yeah. and then actually get the numbers right before you even step into it. Yes, yeah. As you say, you don't want to get three months in it. Completely run out of money. Yeah. yeah. That's coming to us is perfect, that as well. So, there'll be things that people won't realize they're going to have to pay for in that time. Yeah. We yeah. expected things that we've got the experience of knowing, well, yeah. this is going to come up here, this is going to come up there. So it just helps in forecasting. And how you yeah. save your tax? Yeah. How do you save your tax? Well, and when's it due? When's it due? When's my tax due? And my personal tax, my corporate tax? 
Yeah. Um, you know, PWD, benefit contact, you know, when is that due? We can sit there and almost forecast a timeline of, right, this is when self-assessment's going to be due, January and July, corporation tax and, and so on. We can sit down and literally budget their, their, their tax spend over a, yeah. a period of time so that they can put it into the cash flow forecast or financial projections, can't they? No nasty shots, really. Yeah, yeah that's, that's the worst thing, is that you get a nasty shot and yeah. you've suddenly got yeah, yeah, yeah. a few thousand pound tax bill and you're thinking, well, I'll die a minute. Well, I, just spent, I just spent that on talks last week, but it's the wrong tax year. Yeah. Is it even a good idea to get them in beginning to talk about those things? Because equally, there's ways we can save them money just by looking at things like their leases that they've signed into or they're about to, because yeah. there might be another mm. way of doing that, or um, getting them to agree credit terms with their suppliers that they, they might not have thought of doing. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, just to move the cash flow in a certain for them but um yeah i think a lot of them will jump in feet first and not really consider quite a lot of things that we just see all the time well don't forget we see different industries as well yeah so we might actually see something that you know a, a, a glass maker is doing for example that actually would have worked really well for the phone manufacturer you know they'd link in quite well even though they're different, yeah. different industries actually they will you know you can use things actually well actually i had someone in the other day and actually they did this oh, i never thought about that yeah yeah you know it's actually having those things because it is just one person setting the business potentially or two people or whatever but actually they're not experienced in in, in business really when we're we've got the luxury where yeah, we yeah. have been got the experience and many different businesses we see it across the board don't we yeah we, obviously most work <laughs> we've seen yeah, some yeah. of those work as well but actually if those things don't do that because we, we saw someone a few years ago that didn't work yeah. actually don't don't bother you know that's always well, it's quite useful. Yeah. And then there's the tax efficiencies of things like if they need to buy a van or we can give them the right advice what sort of vehicles. Yeah, you still have tax efficient things. Once a month, once a week, you have the question should I, should I buy my vehicle, should I lease it, should I contract it, should I PCP it, should I do this, do that, do that? Yeah. I'm still confused now. If I'm like, <laughs> well, actually, we did get a document come through the week, didn't we? Yeah. From uh, one of the guys in the firm that was quite useful. So I kind of understand it a bit more now, but there's probably eight different ways that you can buy. A commercial vehicle or personal vehicle or business vehicle so it's important they get that right because it's the amount of times that the clients just go ahead and, and and think they're doing it right and then it comes in the year actually that's not the most tax efficient route so they need to speak to us and ask us yeah they do anything with the car yeah an electric car is now as well isn't it yeah there's another one in the equation yeah it? certainly certainly it's a mindful really it's, yeah it's a mindful yeah, which, which option's right which vehicle's yeah. right which Whatever, because actually, I, I do want to go buy myself a you know a really nice Porsche. Mm -hmm. I really do, and yeah. I want to have that as my business vehicle. Well, actually, that might not be the right way of doing yeah, yeah. things. It might be a better way of buying it if you want that. Then, then, then fine. Or actually, certain industries you may be able to claim that depends yeah. what you're doing. Yeah. Also, I think um, business name is important. Yes. Yeah, I thought about that. We've got no, business name is important because that says a lot about your business. Yeah. Um, so how you gonna market that name and how you you know how you can put with the name is gonna be tells people either what you do or who yeah. you are. You know, a lot of people like to mention their name in, in, in the business. Yeah. Um, but uh, having a, a good business name and, a, and, a, and the proper structure is important from day one as well. And you gotta be careful that obviously before an to company that someone hasn't got that name. Yeah, that enough? Yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> so you know, you've got lots of clients that have just bought the name and never traced it just to protect the name. And the, the other thing that the other thing I've seen people get wrong is they thought they they formed a limited company with the right name, but then realised they asked for the web domain. Yes, yeah. yeah. Check the web or the email address. Or the email address, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. there could be a, you know somebody who's not incorporated who's yeah. actually got that that thing. So always check those. That's all I've seen a few people register a limited company and they yeah. say, "Can I change the name because the the domain's not available?" Oh, you wouldn't think about. It. I mean, I would. I never thought about it. And I thought, "Oh yeah." 
Or do you think about yeah. that before? Mm. And you've got to be careful with the name as well. It can't be too similar to something else because I had a client many, many years ago set a company up and it was um, Lego something. And he actually did receive a letter from Mr. and Mrs. Lego saying, you better change your name pretty quick. There's software out there that's pick up for using some you know, brands that's a bit close to somebody else. That's something to be mindful. Yeah. And also um, intellectual property protection. Yeah. If they are if they are um, involved in some kind of unique invention, then maybe you can still give themselves that protection against that as well. So it yeah. can't be, you know, we all watch Dragon's Den, don't we? So yeah. the first question is, you know, about the IPP and what have you, is you applied for it and some of the documents might be so. Again, if you're doing something unique, that's something to, to consider as well, isn't it? And that, that sort of type of thing, that, that comes with other tax saving measures, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, patents yeah. and all that sort of yeah. stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. More tax. So that's, you know, one, one little thing can add on to, to many others that actually yeah, gives you potentially more tax savings than yeah. you potentially protect it and gives you more tax or less tax and more tax saving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. because the, the costs you can, you can offset, can't they? Yeah, yeah, there's all kinds you can do with that, so. It gets really complicated, but there's options there. So people are talking just about it, you know. Yeah, yeah. on it. So. Which comes a lot more. So going back to us being close to clients and, and yeah. talking more, the more you talk, the more you find out. Exactly. Yeah. And then we can actually do more, go more, help you more the more you tell us. Yeah. So I think to to, to summarise, uh, anybody that's setting up in business, it's very very important you get the structure right from day one. Yeah. It's very very important that you do. Take an account on board. Obviously, us at Ormond Works, you know, the preferred choice. We will hold your hand through the whole process. We'll talk to you about everything we spoke about, the, the bank account formation, the software and the implementation. And we'll sit there and talk to you for an hour, hour and a half and go through everything from, from A to Z that you want support with. And we'll do that. Yeah. Because then hopefully you'll leave, you'll leave our offices with the confidence that you've pretty much got everything you need to know. And all you need to then worry about is, is running your own business and making some profit and making some good money. Everything behind the scenes, we will deal with and we'll get everything set up for you and we'll make sure you're compliant. But we'll also give you that ongoing tax advice that, you know, that our door's always open. We, you know, we say to all of our clients, look, if you're not sure, just, just pick up the phone or That's drop it. us an email or send me a Snapchat or, or poke me on Facebook and... No matter how silly the question is, can I claim VAT on mileage? Whatever the question is, you only ask us once. Yeah. And then when you come to the end of the year, we know that what you've done is going to be correct because you've done it. We advise you throughout the year, and that's part of the service we give. No, no question is a stupid question. I think that's the most important. Thing, yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's it, isn't it? You know, ask, 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 ask. Because actually, you know, we, we, we ask, ask, ask questions, but in a different way. Don't we? we ask each other questions. Well, yeah, actually, somebody on their loan, you know, business doesn't actually have that luxury. They can't just turn around and go, Julian, can I, can I ask you about that one, please? That's what we do, isn't it? That's, that's what we do. And I think it's isn't? important to remind people actually, we're not scary. We actually, we'll yeah. make this a lot yeah. easier for you. Don't go yeah. out blind because you end up costing yourself a fortune. Yeah, yeah. Well, we want everyone to grow their business, don't we? Yeah. Ultimately, we want to do it with them, so we're there to help. Yeah, we're really passionate about their business, and we try and look at their business like it's our business, don't yeah, we? Yeah, yeah. Everything about it. Actually, yeah. our success is that is our success equally, isn't it? So. Yeah, we're, we're not we're not the you know boring stuck in a back office accountants. We're very frustrated. Well, you know, not well, you know, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know. so you know, <laughs> we are though, aren't we? We're, we're, we're there, and actually, we're more than happy to answer any questions and all that. You know, pick up the phone, please. You know, we'd rather that than have to have to tie up something. Yeah. Look, times have moved down the past 10 years. We're not just literally compliant accountants. You know, we, we are involved in, in, these, in our business and our clients because we have to be. They need more and more support now because of the way the world is and the way mm. the world changes and they probably ever have done. So 
we, we are, you know, we are involved in their businesses from, from the outset. But that's what we're good at. That's actually what we like. Yeah. We enjoy doing that. Massively. You know, with technology now that, you know, accounts and tax can, you know, a, a good chunk of that can be looked after with technology, whereas that gives us more time to be involved with our yeah. clients. And we actually, I enjoy it. I know you do. You three enjoy it. It's yeah. great because you, you feel part of the team. Yeah, that's it, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, they feel, you feel part of the team and they feel part of the Omar Rutter team. And it just works because we just, we just, you know, we just look after them and hold their hands and, you know, watch their business grow and grow. It's, it's fantastic, really. Is. You don't have that awkwardness going, oh, they, they were, they were, I don't want to talk, I don't yeah. want to talk to them. Because they, actually, they, they are part of our team and we're part yeah, of their team. Totally. They become friends after time, don't they? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I've made lots of good yeah. friends with, with lots of my clients. And it's, it's, it's good. Yeah. yeah. It's fantastic. So thanks for joining us today and massive thanks to our two guests, Julian and Dina. We hope you found it interesting. And if you've got any questions on anything we've discussed today, drop us a WhatsApp on that number, Neil. 01905 777 600. That's great. And next time we're going to be looking at OR in the community and how we get involved in the local area. So tune in then. Cheers. Thank you.